Uh, plus, we're uh, a couple games into round one of the Stanley Cup playoffs. A huge movie trailer. Huge movie trailer uh, dropped this past week. We'll analyze that as well as the, the Burn Man as well. All this and more. Get ready. Tighten your seatbelt because this is Fritzcast. It's Tuesday, April 18th, 2017. Happy belated Easter. For those of you Christian folk out there, for those of you who just celebrate Easter as Chocolate Candy Day, uh, happy Zombie Jesus Day to you. Maybe. Maybe that's what it is. Zombie Jesus Day. I don't Because he rose from the grave and that would make him a zombie, I suppose. So, clever crafting from people who are going to rot in hell one day uh, because of their irreverence. And that's a inside joke, I guess. Playing upon myself because I know that uh, as much as I uh, sit on the edge of my seat hoping and praying that there's a God to end the madness, that, uh, that in fact, I am highly unorthodox and, and usually make these kind of jokes on a regular basis. I've come to accept it. It is what it is. How's everybody doing? It is, uh, it's been one week back from vacation, which, of course, vacation's never long enough. Uh, it's never relaxing enough. And you can never get enough of it. That's for damn sure. There's nothing in the world that I wish right now than to be on a longer vacation. That doesn't mean I'm not, a, that doesn't mean I'm not appreciative of work. That doesn't mean that I'm, uh, that I, you know, well, I'm not even going to go into that turf. I'm going to circumnavigate that entirely. We're not even going to touch that subject right now. I'm always thankful to have a job. I'm, th- I'm thankful to have the, the mental capacity to, to continue in my job. You know, we, we, I mean, people who know me know what my job is in corrections and those of you who have listened know what my job is in corrections and let me just tell you sometimes it's a stressing environment right now kind of stressing environment uh and some of it not entirely self-inflicted and i hate to be cryptic but maybe later down the line i can talk a little more candidly about it and and get my thoughts together, but out of professionality, I'm not going to go there right now. Let's just not and say we did. So I always hate the week when you come back from vacation. It feels like you're crash course and back to reality, almost. Uh, when I go on vacation, I don't know about you guys, but when I go on vacation... My mind, there, there's something that switches in my mind, and actually time does like slow down a little bit, and I think it's because of all the extra time that I'm not at work doing something or responsible for something. So, like, over vacation, I read a lot. Now that I'm back off vacation, I'm not reading a lot uh, because I'm dividing my time between things like doing this podcast, listening to other podcasts, uh, watching, listening to the news, taking in media trying to read various things on the internet. I do read a lot from the internet. 
I don't like reading a lot from the internet, though, because, let's face it, the internet's a mixed bag of nuts. So, I'm still reading Gods and Generals. I'll probably be reading that for the next couple of weeks. And eventually I'll finish it, and I'll be like, yay! And then I'll intend to read Gettysburg, and then probably won't, because I'm lazy or something. Something will come up and get in the way. And that's what happens when you try to balance reading, listening to these podcasts, following the news and the politics and all that jazz. Trying to write your own stuff. Which, by the way, new. Boom, boom. Let's, uh, let's pull it up real quick. Hold on. Breaking news out of uh, FritzCast headquarters. Turns out Fritz has started up a WordPress website slash blog where he can, in fact, blog about things and uh, kind of organize and and give updates and all that. It's at fritzcast.wordpress.com. Check it out. No? Completely unnecessary filler gap? I don't. I don't know, but yeah, I started up a WordPress uh, just the other day, just last week, and uh, it's it's a way I found, uh, I was writing articles on like my LinkedIn account, and LinkedIn is a big thing, it's it's being widely used now by companies, and it's a a good recruiting tool and building up your profile and all that, and then uh, for some reason, I was drawn to WordPress, and so now I'm starting up WordPress, I'm going to organize it as a giant website to keep podcast episodes on the update, maybe throw out some videos here and there, and throw out blog posts. So, it's being added to, and then I can link up the, the FritzCast Facebook page, and my Twitter account, and it can be integrated, it's like my own little website of, uh, it's like my one-stop shop. FritzCast.wordpress.com, your one-stop shop for all things FritzCast. And yes, it's like I'm working on my. It's like I'm working on my voiceover voice. I'm hoping somebody stumbles upon it and goes, "I really like that guy's voice. He should do our commercial. Have a Pepsi." I could fix Pepsi's totally botched PR campaign. I don't know if you saw that. I I don't even want to talk about it. It's so it's embarrassing. But I'm trying to blog a little bit more, and I'm trying to diversify things. So. It's like I run the podcast, right? And I'm a big political junkie. I talk about political topics all the time. I talk about the news and happenings going on. But then there's things that sometimes writing about something to me is far more therapeutic and I write out my ideas a little bit better. And it's because I just got out of college and I had to sit through and grind through writing so many BS papers. And when you have to sit there and write so many APA-cited, you know, five, six, seven, eight-page papers on a subject, you you don't feel like blogging. I, I never really wanted to blog during my time in college because it was time that I had to be writing papers. Now that I have a little more free time, why not write some articles? So, like, I already wrote one about the NHL playoffs because not everybody's a sports fan. So how can you get, how can I go into my podcast episode and just make it like, don't, I don't want to make it all about the NHL. I don't want to make it all about Stanley Cup playoff hockey, which is the most intense, insane hockey ever. I wrote an article about it. I wrote a little blog post about it and you can check it out. 
at the website. I'm not going to keep on plugging it. That's annoying as hell. But check it out. It'll be linked in the description of this. Unless you're listening on some kind of RSS feed and you don't have access to that type of thing. But I intend to use that to expand on some things and and drift this way or that way. and, and It's just it's going to be cool. It's going to be cool. Just take my word for it. For once in your life, take my word for it. And for once now, finally, too, the weather is starting to actually just break into nice weather. Windows are open. Heaters off. Uh, get uh, Probably after I'm done this episode, if not immediately after I'm done this episode, at some point today I'll get out on my bike and just go riding. Uh, because I need to whip my fat butt into shape. So, hey, praises. Little baby steps. Okay? And then you get to where you want to go. And at some point today, too, I'm firing up the grill and cooking a rack of ribs. Which will be delicious. So it's getting nice, man. The weather's breaking. That means I can start doing more outdoorsy type stuff. I can get back into fishing. Which fishing is a great, you know, relaxing pastime. Or a very frustrating event that will just make things worse. Depending on how you take it. And then, of course, we have the playoff hockey and all that jazz. But you know what? This past week, this past week, the other day, man, let me just let me just play the clip for you. I only know one truth. It's time for the Jedi to end. That's right, the Star Wars. Star Wars, The Last Jedi, official teaser, finally dropped. Finally dropped. And it's already amassed like 27 million views from Star Wars' official YouTube account with over almost 500,000 likes, 500,000 thumbs up versus 21,000 Thumbs down, which of course is just 21,000 wrong people. But that's beside the point. What, 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 what amazed me is that it didn't break the internet because that released the same day. The same day. As the fully crowdfunded return of Mystery Science Theater 3000 on Netflix, which I am ecstatic about. Finally, Mystery Science Theater is back. We should get guys to do that during Senate hearing sessions. Just riff it all the live long day. I'm down. If anybody's down, email me. We we, we got to get together and start doing that. Over the Senate hearings and these bickerings back and forth with our politicians. It would be great. It would be epic. So Star Wars The Last Jedi will be coming out in December... That movie is going to uh, the 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 trailer, or rather, this is a teaser. So not a lot revealed in it either, just a tease. Man, I hate how Disney can do this to me. I really do. I really do. I hate it. And I love it all. All at all in one. 
all in one. And to top it off to the Star Wars Battlefront 2, the video game, its trailer debuted. That looks insane as well. It's a good time to be a Star Wars fan. It's never, probably never been a better time to be a Star Wars fan. Except you can get teased left and right with all this crap. I guess it's time to go on with the news, though. Last night, officers searched uh, dozens of locations uh, based on leads, based on investigative information uh, from our team out there that they've uncovered uh, to no avail. We know that uh, Steve is still out there someplace. Uh, We don't know his condition. uh, And, of course, we right now don't know his location. We're asking the public to remain vigilant. We're asking you to go about your day, but to be careful. Uh, early in this investigation, we did have contact with them, direct contact with our detectives. Uh, they tried to, of course, convince them to turn himself in, and, and of course, that hasn't happened to date. So, again, we're asking the public's help in finding this guy. Uh, we know he's out there someplace. We talked to him via cell phone, yes. This is in regard to Steve Stevens, who uh, apparently... Uh, because of being angry at his girlfriend, I, I took it upon himself to grab his cell phone and his gun and walk up to a 74-year-old man named Robert Godwin and just shoot him dead. We have just heard from law enforcement. We've also heard from some people who uh, ha- have direct uh, ties, who direct, uh, are hurting right now, including the victim or the families of the victim, this man who was uh, uh, shot and killed allegedly by this individual. I want you to hear directly from what they have to say as they spoke to uh, a CNN affiliate WOIO. Take a listen. I'm put it on the truck. We were laughing. I mean, he's a good guy. He's good a, I mean, very good hearted. Give you the shirt off his back. I mean, and I don't, I'm not just saying that for these cameras, like people do knowing that they people really ain't right, but I'm telling the truth. This man right here was a good man. And I just hate, I'm, I, I hate he's gone. You know what I mean? I don't know what I'm going to do. It it's, feel like, it's not real. I feel like my heart is going to stop. It feel Lisa, like, you'll be all right. It feel like it's going to stop. You're going to be all right. It feel like it's going to stop. Lisa, 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 she got lupus. She it got lupus. Like this, that was the family of Robert Godwin after learning of his demise. And I'm, I'm reading a story right now on, on CNN. Uh, I'm reading a story right now on CNN about how the victim's son who you just heard speak, um, talking about how he actually forgives the shooter, which props to you, brother. You're a better man than I. You are a far better man than I. In reading, in, in, in reading and trying to piece together the information that's out there regarding this individual, uh, his mother said that he was making statements that was uh, complete left field for him. Uh, saying things like it'll be a miracle if you see me again. And all of this stemming from something, some sort of anger over his girlfriend, supposedly that her cell phone died or her battery kicked out and it was a short phone conversation or something to that extent, which either this guy has been good at faking the funk and really is 
just a hateful person, or B, something in this guy's head has gone haywire, which I'm more likely to believe it's B, but we don't have that kind of information. We just have a lot of words. We have a lot of words right now. Uh, the guy claims that he has killed multiple people, although the police say they only know of, of Robert Godwin. That being said, you have a man who's shot dead because of it, whatever it is. Whether it is a deliberate, hateful act or this guy has snapped for whatever reason. You have somebody dead and you have somebody dead who was filmed, posted on social media. And it is very, it is very graphic, you know, horrific thing to watch. If you've seen the video, I would suggest you not go digging around and looking for it out of respect for the family. And furthermore, the the thing that I hate about these types of stories, so now manhunt's underway to try to find the guy. Uh, one of the things I hate about these these stories is that uh, Facebook Live, not not in the sense that. It was used for a crime like this. I mean, it's been used for crimes before, and I get that. I hate how news media and and other agencies live stream the manhunt on Facebook. Like, don't live stream me the helicopter footage of, of the guy you're looking for because he has a cell phone. In this, tech, in this day and age of technology, if you're trying to manhunt somebody, you don't broadcast it on anything because you're giving them access to it right there in their pocket, in their hand. This was something that came up uh, a couple months ago with our hostage situation here in Delaware. There was live streams of everything going on from outside the prison, and we're sitting there like, no, don't do that. They have televisions in there. They have smuggled cell phones in there. You're just giving them all the information they need. You don't enable the perpetrator. You don't enable the violent individual that you're trying to capture. Now, I wish I could go into more about that. Well, I don't. It's it's a deplorable thing, and it, it, it's a tragedy it's a tragedy but that's all we have right now we have a manhunt going underway and and still not a lot of information going around so but that that's crazy and now a bit of breaking news that happened this very morning uh Theresa May UK prime minister Theresa May had this very thing to say this morning. Since I became Prime Minister, I have said that there should be no election until 2020. But now I have concluded that the only way to guarantee certainty and stability for the years ahead is to hold this election and seek your support for the decisions I must take. And so tomorrow, I will move a motion in the House of Commons calling for a general election to be held on the 8th of June. That motion, as set out by the Fixed-Term Parliament Act, will require a two-thirds majority of the House of Commons. So I have a simple challenge to the opposition parties, who have criticised the government's vision for Brexit, who have challenged our objectives 
you have threatened to block the legislation we put before Parliament. This is your moment to show you mean it, to show you are not opposing the government for the sake of it, to show that you do not treat politics as a game. Let us tomorrow vote for an election. Let us put forward our plans for Brexit and our alternative programmes for government, and then let the people decide. And the decision facing the country will be all about leadership. It will be a choice between strong and stable leadership in the national interest, with me as your Prime Minister, or weak and unstable coalition government led by Jeremy Corbyn, propped up by the Liberal Democrats who want to reopen the divisions of the referendum and Nicola Sturgeon and the SNP. Every vote for the Conservatives will make it harder for opposition politicians who want to stop me from getting the job done. Every vote for the Conservatives will make me stronger when I negotiate for Britain with the Prime Ministers, Presidents and Chancellors of the European Union. Every vote for the Conservatives will mean we can stick to our plan for a stronger Britain and take the right long-term decisions for a more secure future. It was with reluctance that I decided the country needs this election, but it is with strong conviction that I say it is necessary to secure the strong and stable leadership the country needs to see us through Brexit and beyond. So tomorrow, let the House of Commons vote for an election. Let everybody put forward their proposals for Brexit and their programmes for government. And let us remove the risk of uncertainty and instability and continue to give the country the strong and stable leadership it demands. Basically a complete 180 of what Theresa May has been doing. I don't know if you've been following along with Brexit. I, I'm in and out with it because I forget that it's a thing still. So key developments and takeaways. Uh, they must approve the decision to dissolve the parliament partway through full term. The vote will be held in parliament on Wednesday. That's tomorrow. May had full support of cabinet and had spoken to the Queen. Opposition parties say they will not block move to hold election on June 8th. Theresa May is likely to substantially increase her slim majority from this. It is speculated. Um, this is, uh, quite frankly, Theresa May taking the stance that, hey, I'm calling a special election and now it's time for the people to look at these representatives, elect who they want, and it will be either a smooth transition for Brexit or it won't be, depending on what the people want. So there is that's a very interesting development that will need to be followed in the coming days, and it's going to need a follow-up next week. But I just thought it was interesting to see that pop up in my feed, and I could not cover it at least a little bit or talk about it at least a little bit. Uh, Brexit of course got voted in and I, I guess against the against the grain there was the media reporting what was going to happen or what they felt was going to happen and the pollsters and what the data looked like that was going to show and again Brexit that was a thing where uh, kind of like Donald Trump it was so against the grain but it shows that it shows how deep and slim that the division is between 
the extreme ideas of, of two different things. Uh, if you if you ask me, I think Donald Trump eked in uh, turning key states that uh, that Mitt Romney couldn't win in 2012, for example, like Pennsylvania, for example. Uh, Donald Trump got just enough votes to flip things his way to win the Electoral College. Slips in there, and the majority or the difference in votes is is still to me an arbitrary number because you still have two large sums of groups that are incredibly divided over it. Uh, let let's forget the fact that President Donald Trump has historically low presidential ratings because he does, uh, and and we won't even focus on that, but. Brexit was much the same way. It was like 50-50. And the, 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 the slim majority, 50, takes the cake. Brexit gets initiated. Now we're, uh, now we're in this little up and down. Will they, won't they? What's going to happen? I don't know. Keep our eyes peeled on that. We'll follow that up and see if they actually do vote and go forward with it. Uh for this special election. Very interesting development out of the UK. And what rhymes with UK other than George Takei? Uh, That <laughs> uh, wasn't even funny. I don't even know why I laughed at my own joke. Uh, I'm reading this from The Blaze. George Takei compares Trump to Kim Jong-un in an article penned by Chris and Lowe. Excerpt. Quote, Takei took to his Twitter account to compare Trump to North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un. In fact, Takei said the two leaders are in the same basket. The tweet read, and I quote, Understand that the rest of the world puts both Kim Jong-un and Donald J. Trump into the same unbalanced nuclear-armed state leader basket. Which, by the way, I mean, really, Stop it. I get that Trump is unstable. I get that we don't like the man. I get that he's brash. I get that he's problematic. Listen to some of the uh, Twitter backlash, though. Okay. Uh, One such person tweeted back, Understand the fact that you can bitch about Trump openly on Twitter proves he's nothing like Kim Jong-un. At Bob Owens said... At George Takai, you're deeply mentally unbalanced. You need psychological help. Uh, another individual, quote, In case you missed it, America was literally founded on not giving a F what the world thinks. Uh, another person, the irony of people tweeting this garbage is completely lost on them, huh? Um, another individual, funny, I haven't heard of Donald Trump having his own people shot, let alone with an anti-aircraft gun. You're right. He only said that he could shoot people and would still get elected, which cannot be proven any longer because he was elected without shooting somebody. Uh, another individual, so which uncle did Trump have torn apart by wild dogs? How many constituents has he sent to die in labor camps? Uh, another individual, a basket of deplorables indeed. Uh, somebody tweeted a funny meme of Kim Jong-un smiling, saying, I'm no longer craziest leader. It's terrible and racist, and shame on you. And I'm going to hell for it. 
I don't get the comparisons. I don't get the first off. We have the Hitler comparisons left, right, center. Now we have the comparisons to Kim Jong Un. Listen, Kim Jong Un is is batshit crazy to the extent that I mean, like he's worse than his father was. We were better off when it was Kim Jong Il. Way better off when it was Kim Jong-il. However, I still feel like North Korea and Kim Jong-un is mostly words. Mostly just diarrhea. Diarrhea of the mouth. And the spewing threats that really don't grow to a concerning level. It's more like a nagging guy that's like, you know, if I could bomb you, I'd bomb the crap out of you. Who said that? Who said that? Okay, maybe, maybe, maybe comparable. Maybe, maybe. Except Trump specifically wants to do it to to the terrorists, so to speak. Doesn't have a red line when it comes to North Korea. That if they cross it, they will bring about some kind of military response from the U.S. Um, I think what we talked about, you know, the the use of red lines in the past with respect to Syria. The president's made line, you know, that drawing red lines hasn't really worked in the past. He holds his cards close to the vest, and I think he, you're not going to see him telegraphing um, how he's going to respond to any military or other situation uh, going forward. That's just something that he believes uh, has not served us well in the past. We did this with Mosul. We start to talk about what the action will be months in advance, and it really gives uh, the, the, the intended recipient of action a heads up as to what's going on. So I don't think that you're going to see the president drawing red lines in the sand. But I think that the action that he took in Syria shows that, when appropriate, this president will take decisive action. Of course, that statement you have to take with a grain of salt because it came from Sean Spicer, who also said this. Someone as despicable as Hitler, who didn't even sink to, the, to, the, to using chemical weapons. Granted that Hitler never just randomly dropped sarin gas on people. Of his own country, but I would contend that somewhere in the millions number of, of Jewish people who died in gas chambers, I would I would go out on a limb and say that that possibly may have been a, a chemical weapon of sorts. So th- that's another saga that's continually going on in North Korea. Will they, won't they, will we, won't we? Who knows? Now, if I may switch focus just briefly to Alex Jones. Shut up. Just shut your mouth until you know a thimble of information. It's uh, it's being reported. This is from The Hill, but also various news sources from around the Internet. But it's being reported that uh, InfoWars founder and host Alex Jones is playing a character. His lawyer is arguing uh, during a recent custody hearing surrounding his three children. Uh, this article from The Hill, written by Joe Concha, goes on to state, and quote, Alex Jones' attorney, quote, He's a performance artist, Jones' attorney, Randall White, argued to a Texas judge according to a report in the Austin American Statesman. Jones, a supporter of President Trump, is the owner and operator of a popular websites, Infowars.com and PrisonPlanet.com. 
He's best known for pushing unfounded conspiracy theories, including that the U.S. government was behind the Oklahoma City bombing in 1995 and the September 11, 2001 terrorist attacks. He also claims U.S. moon landings were faked and that the government faked the Sandy Hook Elementary School mass shooting using actors. Now, his, uh, I guess his ex-wife now, right? It's because it's a custody, but yeah, ex-wife Kelly Jones. Custody for their 14-year-old son and two daughters aged 12 and 9. Quote, he's not a stable person. He says he wants to break Alec Baldwin's neck. Not entirely crazy. He wants to, he wants Jennifer Lopez to get raped. Kind of crazy. This is, these are statements from Kelly Jones in court, mind you. Further stating, quote, he broadcasts from home. The children are there watching him broadcast. So, over the next couple weeks, a jury's going to be asked to decide if Jones' on-air persona is different from his off-air persona and if he's fit to be a parent. Now, here's the best part. Several segments from Jones' show has been played to the jury. That's gotta be a laugh fest. Can you imagine, uh, your, your honor, we give the people exhibit A. Excuse me, I apologize, we have a lot of Christian affiliates, I am a Christian, but I will stomp your head in if you start a fight with me, you thug scum. Anyways, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, bunch of cowards. Excuse me. Uh, I'm going to control myself right now. She is a demon damned to hell. Excuse me, I've been trying to control myself, trying to be professional about this, but at a certain point, I just am just really getting pissed. Just excuse me. We're not going to have Pepsi with baby flavoring in it. I mean, what the hell have we become? Excuse me. If I didn't have a liberal from New York in the bathroom, I couldn't wipe my ass. Excuse me. I apologize. We have a family audience. That was wrong, and I won't do it again. You think I'm a coward like you? I'm sorry. You dishonorable, cowardly pieces of garbage. Excuse me. Ah, coming for you. Coming for you. We know what you're doing. Ah, I'm sorry. Piles of manipulative lying crap. Oh, excuse me. They're going to burn in hell. Excuse me. This is a time bomb. Excuse me. You're a big tough guy, buddy. You just rammed into me. Ah, how do you like that? Now hit me in the face and see what happens, punk. I'm sorry. There's an attack on the species by a guild of psychopaths, and they must be defeated. I'm going to settle down. Now, all that, that's actually kind of a big deal, if you think about it, because Alex Jones is crazy, number one. Number two, InfoWars is his website. Uh, Alex Jones, I don't think, has ever broadcast on the on the radio. Specifically, I think it's just been on on the internet from from his studio, which is which is fine. That's, that's perfectly fine. It's whatever. Now he's in court saying that that's all a persona and that's not him in real life, and that it's different. And you know, I guess in this reality TV world, maybe it won't amount to anything. I already know that his listeners are defending him over it. They're saying, "Oh, he has to lie in court to possibly, you know, to to, to have." Somewhat, some level of custody of the kids, some some kind of interaction with his kids or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is that Alex Jones is nuts, and it better not do anything to his Infowar stuff because I want to. I, I can't live without listening to clips of Alex Jones lo- lose it over things. I can't. It, it. Oh man, it brings such joy to my heart. 
So guess what? That's all I got for you this week. That's all I want to do. That's as far as I want to go with it this week. So, I'll tell you, thank you for tuning in. Please visit fritzcast.wordpress.com for the blog. And tune in next week. Next week it will be back on Monday. Monday, Monday, Monday. And remember, it's the FritzCast Facebook page and at FritzQS on the Twitter. FritzCastPodcast at gmail.com. Love you and see you next week.